But I just want you to be very, very aware that the infant exam is a very different exam than the typical exam. Um, I was very fortunate to do an infant exam yesterday. I love it. Um, uh, a patient brought in a, a three-week-old baby, and this baby was gorgeous little girl. Um, but we're going to talk about this exam as we go along because there were definitely some markers that were showing me that there were some issues that she was having with nursing. There's issues she's having with her tummy, and all these kind of things, and all these like you know things are flying out at me. Um, that's you know, which is why the infant exam is so important and because it's not just like doing a Logan check and doing a supine leg check and palping their back. You, you have to add a lot more stuff to an infant exam because there's a lot more to it. And I'm super excited. Right before I came here, I checked my emails for my office, my office emails. And one of my favoriteest, favoriteest patients of all time who I, uh, I took care of her while she was pregnant with this baby and her second baby uh, and been taking care of her first kid since he was two, uh, just had her third baby last night. I saw her on Monday, um, and she's been she's been having all kinds of you know labor pains and whatever, but they keep on stalling, and um, and then she was supposed to come in yesterday, uh, and she canceled her appointment. And so so her email to me was the reason I canceled my appointment is because I was having my baby at that time, um, and I'd like to bring in our our newborn as soon as possible. So I I just made an appointment for her. Uh, the newborn on Monday, so she'll be a five-day-old uh, or six-day-old baby, which is super cool. Um, you know, to have that, uh, to have people trust you with your ba their baby is a giant thing, and to have people trust you with their newborn baby is even more giant because um, you know everybody they're they they aren't, but they look kind of fragile. I'm telling you, a newborn baby is a lot less fragile than now. Certainly, you can't like do anything you know, rash to it. But but the newborn babies are actually way stronger than they look. Um, they're unbelievably resilient because I have seen newborn babies that have come through absolutely horrifying trauma uh, and with the right adjustments and the right parenting have turned out to be amazingly healthy uh, kids. Uh, so there's this unbelievable resiliency in babies um, that we do not give them credit for and a lot of the medical establishment um, will aim to make you think that they are weak and they really aren't. There's an unbelievable power in these kids. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the thing that I really enjoy about working with infants is because I get to see that, right? Um, like the first uh, lab, I don't know if you guys remember me talking about it if you were in my lab class. <laughs> when I look at an infant's eyes, and I appreciate doing it in this direction, um, versus like upside down like this when they're on their back. I'm not a fan of that. I like looking at a, a child in a seated position like this. When I look at an infant's eyes, it's like there's something much deeper about an infant's eyes than there is about your eyes. Nothing against your eyes. Your eyes are lovely. Uh, but, uh, but, but looking at an infant's eyes, there's like a connection like that's just amazing because I want you to think about it every time you look at a baby, especially really look in their eyes because what it means, like you're looking into a new creation that that mom just made. Like think about the miracle that you're looking at, that this thing is a, this thing came from two microscopic cells nine months ago and now you're looking in their eyes, right? And and that's just, a that's just it blow, every time I, do, I look at a baby, like yesterday I was looking at this little girl, I'm like, wow, like you are beautiful. And, and I really feel that when you have this honor, this honoring of that child, that they sense this because they look at you like as much as they can focus and whatever, they look at you and they're like, 
you get me, don't you? Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I get you. And I'll, and I'll talk to them. And I'll say, I'm going to do this to you, okay? Can I touch your neck? Can I touch your legs? I'm going to put my hands in your, my finger in your hands. Is that okay? And I'll talk to them as if they're like a little adult. And I think they really appreciate that. And Because I'm always having students say, well, how do you, you know, stop a kid from crying or whatever? My, in the, my office, that just doesn't happen much. You know, the, the kids are, are, are happy to be there because we honor them, right? You know, the, like the word namaste, like I honor the place in you. The place in me honors the place in you, right? It's that sort of a thing. I, I feel that way with with a baby, and there's no other there's no other way to explain it. And here's the cool thing is that when you're dealing with, and I mentioned this sort of last time too, when you're dealing with a child on the spectrum, you're especially a low functioning child on the spectrum, it's the same thing. You know, they might be a six year old, but they're only, you know, eight months old in their brain. So now you're looking at a child who's got a six year old body, but you're looking in their eyes and they have baby's eyes if you get what I'm saying. Um, so that's why I really love working with kids on the spectrum because I feel like I can reach them. Uh, there's a different place that I can reach them. Um, and uh, my, my wife always says that <laughs> it's, it's my mentality is a, a child anyway. Um, and I'm not sure what she means by that. But uh, but I, I, I think that's, I take that as a compliment um, uh, because to me, I, I'd much rather be with kids uh, with than adults, honestly. Uh, although I, I probably wouldn't want to teach them uh, because teaching a kid is very hard. Uh, but uh, but I, I love just playing with them. And the cool thing is like, you get a chance to play with them for like five minutes and then they're gone, <laughs> you know? So so all the hard stuff, it's like, you don't have to do any of that stuff. I, I don't got to change diapers and I don't got to you know feed them or anything. I just got to love on them, and they love on me, and then they're gone. And it's like, what a great day. So I, my wife is very jealous. She said, you have like the greatest day, right? Because like you know, I just play all day long with kids, and, and she's right. I'm, it's very fortunate to, to be in this position. But here's the deal is that I created that. Like that was my manifestation 20-something years ago when I started this practice here in Atlanta, and I created exactly what I wanted. And exactly how I envisioned it. Like I, I had a, in my brain, this is what I want, and I manifested it. It took a while to get to that exact manifestation, but I have manifested that. And that's what I want you guys to understand is you have the power to manifest what you want, but the first thing you got to be is clear about what you want. Right? Be very clear about what you want, because if you don't know what you want, then you'll get more of I don't know what I want. Right? So <clears throat> if in your life you find like, like, I keep on getting all these crazy bad things happening. You're probably thinking about a lot of crazy bad things and they keep on happening. You know, that what you think about comes about. You just will keep on manifesting stuff. So I manifest miracles. You know, I, I, I read, I, my morning meditation is about miracles and I, and I will bring this stuff to me so that in my office I manifest that. And for years I've been thinking, what's my ideal patient? And those are the patients that show up at my door. It's the pregnant mamas, it's the, it's the little babies and the children on the spectrum. That's what I want to see. That's what I see. And if you want to see car accidents, you can manifest that too. It's, it doesn't have to be, you know, what I see. You see whatever you want to do. Sports, that's great. You want to see, you know, military, fabulous. Whatever you want to see, you manifest. But you got to create it in your brain, write it down, and then think about it and, and study it so that that – which that what you think about starts coming about it is actually it's quite amazing to think about how many 
babies come into my practice and pregnant mamas come into my practice because I really am living what I said I want to live. You know, and and I and <clears throat> as I told my wife many times, if I'm adjusting or I'm talking about adjusting, then I'm really happy. And I manifested that, right? And so, but and, and I'm not saying that for any other reason because I want you to manifest it, because I know that's in all of you. All of you have the ability to manifest that. And don't let anybody talk you out of that. Don't let anybody say that you can't get what you want. Life is too hard. You know, you have all this money that you have to owe with the government. It's nothing. Your loans are nothing. They are nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. They will go away so quickly you can't believe it. If you serve, if you serve, then they are nothing. If you focus on them, then they're everything. Right? So start reading the books, Think and Grow Rich. Start reading the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Start reading the books, Richest Man in Babylon. Read these things. T train your brain right now. You guys are this close to graduating. Train your brain, right? So that if you want to see babies and infants, then you should be taking all the pediatric classes here. You should be taking all the ICP classes. You should be reading all kinds of books about taking care of kids. That's If that's what you want, then tell the universe. Let the universe know, this is what I want, and show the universe, and then it happens.